Hello and welcome to Elite Week, episode number 22. Today, Thursday, July 16th. This is going to be a short one. This is an interview with uh, Alec Turner of the Buckyball Racers talking about everything that's been going on and the new race that is coming up starting day after tomorrow, starting this Saturday, Keys for the Carrier. Hey, Alec, how you doing? Okay, back again. <laughs> yep, yep. So... Let's before we get into keys to the carrier, let's talk about the goings on in the last couple of weeks here. You've had both the uh, signs of life race and also the wait, yeah, signs, yeah, signs yeah, of life no, and, no, the, and the and the con. engineers canyon maintenance. Oh, that's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had the ECM, the engineers canyon mayhem race. And you had the uh, uh, Lavecon race, the uh, yeah, slapdash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've been busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's start with the Engineer Canyon Mayhem race. Tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a really good one, actually. Um, mm. I hadn't really realized uh, these because it was kind of um, it was organized by uh, Terra Siddic, who's one mm -hmm. of the elite race guys. They're mm -hmm. really good at coming up with courses, you know, sort of intricate little loops and turns and oh yeah so, so it was those five courses around the engineer bases and they you know they were really insane there was just such fantastic little switchbacks and loops and things you had to do mm -hmm. um and trying to do those courses in the srv i think only was it only shay blackwood and me actually <laughs> tried it in the srv but man that was some of the toughest srv driving i've done it was such fun yeah um, man hero mode yeah it was cool and and rather than, well it depends on how you read this but I either won or came second, depending, <laughs> on how, <laughs> depending on how much of a penalty you give me for, for accidentally cutting one of the corners, which uh, is kind of gone down in legend now. Um, I think it, it was it was just good fun. It was just, you know, you were taking the piss out of yourself and, yeah, and, but, and the, I mean, the guys joined in on the ribbing, but it was just silliness. You know, I did go the wrong way. I just missed the corner. I didn't. I just didn't read the rules carefully enough and I just got careless. And, and then yeah. it was only when somebody, you know, I, I, stu I stupidly posted a video of my run and somebody's like, uh, Alec, uh, I think you've missed a gate there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it was all good. It was all good. And then, yeah, and then we snuck in... Um, a LaveCon race as well. Yeah, and and now in that LaveCon race, so so now basically Shay has been coming up, you know, hero mode for the last mm. couple of races. When uh, you deal with when, when you look at, I mean, just just the last three races alone. Let's look at uh, Signs of Life. Shay blew everyone out of the water <laughs> with a whole yeah. different method. Then yeah. you've got <clears throat> the Engineer uh, uh, the ECM, the Engineer Canyon Mayhem race. And Shay was only one of two people to Iron Man it and go for the uh, SRV route. And yep. then in this in this LaveCon race, I saw I was I was following along as the race progressed uh, through the week and the standings were changing and whatnot. And Shay started off in a standard build, one of you know like what you would expect for a race. Pretty much, you expect for a race like this, you expect to see, you know, a Viper. You expect to see a Courier. Um, for diff some different kind of races, you might expect to see like Viper or Eagle, but in this race, Shea started off with a meta build and then shocked everybody at the end by coming in first place in the unlimited run with a highly engineered sidey. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, Shay is um, we. It's a shame the two of them didn't overlap, but we used to have a guy who raced a lot called um, Cookie Hole. 
and and Shay reminds mm. me a lot of Richie Hole in that he's <laughs> he's almost unbeatable. I mean, you, you just look at the times and think, I don't quite know how you're doing that. I mean, he <laughs> he devotes himself to the race. I think he runs it over and over and over again. He just mm. loves doing that, and he's just really good. Um, I, I love the fact that he uses um, keyboard and mouse. You know, if you watch some of his videos, you can see that kind of stepping as he's hitting a key to turn and then not, you know, little bits. And, and the fact that he can blow us all out of the water with keyboard and mouse, I actually love that because it it kind of silences people who go, oh, you know, I haven't got a protest, so I'm not going to win. Well, Shay blows it out. I love it. But yeah, so his... His switch to a side, he was interesting. I thought he was just being cocky, actually. Mm. <laughs> but it turns out there's, there was way more to it. So um, one of the things with that race was that, as with a lot of the races, you, most of the time is saved in the super cruise from when you drop in on the star to when you get to the station. And mm -hmm. that's pretty much where you can save most of the time. And it turns out that what the Sidewinder gives you is it's got a really good super cruise turn rate. Um, now, what you do is you so you, you basically head straight for your destination. People will be familiar with this, and you keep an eye on the ETA. And normally, when the ETA hits seven seconds, people stick it in 75% and they cruise the rest of the way. Yeah, riding the sevens. Yeah, and that's really slow. So, what you do for Buckyball is you just keep going, throttle, you just hold it forwards and that ETA goes six and five, and then you tend to lose your nerve. And then what you do <laughs> is you can use pitch. Um, so if you pull back, if you've got a hotel and you pull back hard on that stick, that will start to slow you down. Um, and then what you can do is if you do a bit of uh, sort of pitch and, and roll, uh, yaw and roll as well, you, you get a corkscrew going. And you can basically hold that acceleration. So instead of it going five, four, three, two, one, overshoot, you can get it to go five, four, three, two, you know, and just you can just hold it on two until the last minute. Nice. Um, and basically, the side it was just letting Shay do that more, I think, because of its super cruise turn rate. So he was just sitting there on a two-second ETA and just screaming into those stations. It was amazing stuff. And screaming right into a legendary first-place run. Yeah, straight into first. And a good, well, yeah, so the... The, the closest second was 13 minutes and three and then and everyone was within seconds you know we, we had a tie for first at one point mm -hmm. so there's like one two three there's like two seconds between second and fourth place and then mm -hmm. Shay is in a good 25 seconds faster right on big salute and now we have the new race the race that starts day after tomorrow let's yeah, talk and I live a message from Shay's already out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Keys to the Carrier, uh, which um, we have to thank you for a little bit. So we're going to use your carrier. It's been repurposed. Mm. And it has been renamed to... Um, Keys Cut While You Wait. Keys Cut While You Wait. Uh, I, don't yeah. know if you have, I don't know if you have this in the States or, or to the same extent, but in the UK... You have these little old shops. They've been there forever. You tend to get them a lot in railway stations and things. Mm. Um, and they tend to do, they tend to resole people's boots and they mm -hmm. tend to sell bootlaces. And I think some of them, um, what's that thing you do with phones where you can break them and uh, like hack them so that they're not tied to a mm -hmm. supplier? They do that and they, they cut keys. And they yeah. have. Yeah. You have you have a little bit of that. Most of those shops have died out in most places because you have the you know like people just go to like a 
a Walmart or a Home Depot and they get it done there. Right. But there are a few still around. Okay, well that's anyway. That, that's the kind of lame backstory that, that this fleet carrier is the is the modern equivalent of a key mm. cut like weight. Um, there's a bit of mystery around it because these keys aren't any ordinary keys. They are the guardian keys. I think they're mm -hmm. they're also called ancient keys. Mm -hmm. um, I won't spoil it too much by telling people exactly how you get these things, but you have to visit these guardian beacon structures that are in various systems out in the Sinuef Guardian region of space. Mm -hmm. And you have to interact with these beacons in a certain way and it pops out a key. And mm -hmm. um, basically the idea of the race is you have to get three keys from three different systems. Um, so the race is kind of a maneuvering and cargo scooping race. Uh, no limpets, no collector limpets are allowed. So you're, you're basically working through the puzzle of the Guardian beacon and then scooping up these beacons. Mm -hmm. Once you have, uh, sorry, not beacons, keys. Once you have three keys, you then head back to the carrier, which is the start and finish line. And one more sort of little twist, actually, because when I was dry running it, you, you, this happens with races when you're sort of developing them, is you realize, well, everyone's times are going to be really close. There's not enough room for variation here. Um, so I've introduced one extra little bit, which is when you get back to the carrier, before you land, you have to kind of show your keys to the carrier. So what that means is you have to jettison all three and then back off a little bit and get a screenshot where you can see the three keys and the carrier in the background. Uh -huh. Scoop them back up again and then land and then sell them to the commodity market. Okay. And so your time is basically from when you take off to when you get back and land with your three keys. Right on. So that's uh, that last little bit is a hell of a thing. Now, how does that work as far as the, the carriers? Don't they sometimes have a thing where like, I know with stations, if you sort of litter near them, they get mad and, and mm. find you and whatever. That doesn't work for carriers, right? No, they ignore it, that? It seems not. I, I was taking a load <laughs> of screenshots this morning and playing around just trying to get example screenshots. And, and I had like keys bouncing off your carrier and it, did, it didn't seem to mind so yeah i guess there's no entering on quick carrier fair fair good so this is super super interesting one thing i gotta say is i i don't know if you picked it like very much on purpose or not but the exact location where you told me to park the carrier is very 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 picturesque nice, uh, isn't it? yeah the shot that you have there is very 2010 and then also uh, again, to, to follow along with your no spoilers, the way that you obtain the keys, you interact with, uh, we'll just call them structures, and these structures are very, very picturesque as yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's a really good sort of show off for the visuals of Elite Dangerous, the whole the whole process, I think. I'm hoping, um, you know, keeping to this, I'm hoping people, I'm hoping some people probably haven't done this before mm. so they're going to get to see something new and they're going to get to see a lot of it if they run this race a few times and it, yeah. is, it is pretty spectacular um i'm hoping people will stop and take some screenshots and, and just enjoy the view because it's, it's kind of awesome uh, and, yeah. and that system so 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 the other thing is I, I haven't i haven't specified where people need to get their keys from they need mm -hmm. to get three different systems and okay. i've given some links there's some great tools out there there's canon have a fantastic um interactive map 
where you can it's got little dots you know marking all the guardian beacon sites and you can spin that around and zoom in and out so it's really nice to so what i basically did was pick a system somewhere in the middle of all of that mm. that didn't have its own beacon mm -hmm. um, and then i just about two weeks ago i just visited maybe a dozen different systems until i found this one and thought yeah this is pretty this will do <laughs> so this race will again sort of include components of as some previous races have where you're going to have to sort of try to balance out your strategy of uh your you know some ranges some ships are going to have a a uh, advantage with their light year range uh to jump to those systems yeah, the not, most efficiently yeah, maybe not not so much um, i think getting out there's a bit of a pain um, mm. uh, basically we've got a regulation hauler um which is a mostly, it's a stock hauler, but with D-rated everything for um, range. Hmm. And it took, it takes about 20 minutes to get out to this system from the bubble. So it's, it's not too bad. Um, but once you're there, the, the Guardian, the, these sites, um, these systems with the Guardian beacons, they're all quite tightly packed. Hmm. So I don't think any one, you know, leg from one site to the next would probably be more than 20 light years or something. All okay, so it, it could um, pretty much be. So the, at this point now, you're looking for, well, for the unregulated class, you're looking for just whatever you're most comfortable in maneuverability, whatever, as you said, for the regulation class, it's going to be haulers. It's maneuverability, it's scooping. Um, there is some tactics in choosing your three systems, of three nearest systems mm. to where the carrier is not necessarily the best choice based on light seconds to the destination in yeah, system yeah yeah, there you go. yeah 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 okay so you know somebody might find that there are three systems all under 50 light seconds and they might be a quite a long way away from each other in which case jump range will be a factor it'll mm. be well if quite you have... know, I can say you never quite know with these races you know uh, when you plan them you don't quite know how it's going to pan out and what's going to be the tactics. Um, I feel like this is going to be really close. There still isn't an enormous amount of variability in the difference between a slow run and a fast run, but I, I guess we'll see. Well, obviously, you've got a couple of uh, perennial favorites. You've got Shay, you've got yourself, you've got a few other of the top sort of buckyballers that are, you know, Aiken Bosch and, and whatnot that are always in the mix. But the dark horse candidate, based on it being a a, a hauler race, is you might have primetime casual show up and shock everyone because that's yeah, his ship he represents. Prime is already aware of the race. He's aware that hauler is the mm. the regulation ship. So yeah, he might be turning up. And for any people that are running this race, that as Alex said, uh, you know, like you're like, wow, man, this is the first time I've seen these beacons, for sure. Run the race, collect the keys, sell them to the carrier over and over and over as you grind out your, you know, best time. But then when the, when the race is done, do the loop again, grind them out one last time and take those three keys and and uh, do a little research into what those keys do, because you might find that they uh, give you some new fun toys to play with. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we should talk. We can we can talk about that a little bit because it's not directly related to the race, but people may already be familiar with um the ground-based guardian sites, the, the ancient ruins, where you have to kind of activate a bunch of pylons and then you, you, you drop this little thing into a hole in the ground and it all kind of lights up and 
Um, yeah, and basically the, the, these keys, their intended use is, is for a similar puzzle. Um, so yeah, as you say, when you finish the race, go and, go and use the keys for what they're supposed to be used for. Yeah, for sure. So I, know, I, I had a thought to run by you actually, Kai, which is I hadn't even thought about this, but at the end of the race, your, your carrier is going to be stuffed to the gills with um, keys. Um, it's up to you. I don't know what you want to do with them, but it, it did occur to me you could kind of have a, what do they call them, like a everything must go sale on the last day where you, you turn the commodity market around and people can buy them all back again. <laughs> Um, I have I, I have not really thought it through as far as what I'm going to do with those keys. Maybe I'll just try unlocking a lot of doors and and open up and say, "Excuse me, dark wheel, dark, dark, dark wheel, is, is, like is the dark wheel in here?" I'll tell you one other thing: if people are playing around at the end or during the race, another great thing to do with keys. Um, it's it's why I got into the race and and sort of why I, I love these little keys so much. They're really bright. They they glow. This has mm. fantastic blue glow. Um, and they're great for screenshots. You can use them as kind of external lighting in screenshots. You can position them behind things and they look mm. great on planet surfaces. So, you know, keep a few and go and land on a planet and, and drop them on the ground and they're, they're, they're terrific. They're good for rugby as well. When you have the, those guys that play rugby, SRV rugby. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah. They're really good. <laughs> right on. All right, well, everybody, you heard it here first. Get to the uh, uh, sinew system that's listed. Uh, I'm going to have a link in the show notes with the Frontier Forums thread. I'm going to have a link in the show notes to the Buckyball Race Club Discord and to the Buckyball website. Obviously, all three of those will, will get you to where you need to go. It has the system. It has the route. It has the rules. It shows the regulations. And do not punish yourself trying to take a goddamn hauler you know all the way out there and dealing with the bullshit take your jumpaconda out there take your phantom take your dbx whatever and just the the carrier has a fully equipped shipyard it also has outfitting so if you need to just scoot on down there and then shoot your little ship your little uh uh hauler over there do so uh if halfway through the race you know uh, halfway through the week you're like ah, i really want to change this for that for for something in the in the non-regulation class you can ship over any pieces you want the uh the fleet carrier will remain on station in support of this race straight up through the 26th at which time it'll go back to doing its regular job as being in support of the dark wheel uh mission but but it has repair refuel rearm it has every kind of whatever you could possibly need so make full use of it and uh i look forward to seeing the hilarity that ensues in the back and forth between shay and primetime casual <laughs> hey can i just jump in I want one absolutely thing you know, actually is um there are a few people offering fleet carrier rides out to the start system as well oh, that's um, great so we got, I'm kind of maintaining in the forum thread a little bus timetable for people that want to know. Um, so Shay Blackwood's actually running his carrier out there tonight, if anyone wants to lift on that. And we've also got one, uh, let's see, Crank Larson is planning on going tomorrow night sometime, and a guy called Skur is going uh, on Tuesday. And I'm okay. keeping a list of when and where they're going from, so people don't fancy the journey, just hop on a bus. Yeah, fantastic. All right, well, uh, let's get racing, guys. 
Alec, thank you so much for popping by, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon for the next one. No problem. Thanks, Craig. Right on. See you.